Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another and the final Mike Tomlin press conference recap podcast. After Mike Tomlin met with the media on Wednesday, normally it's Tuesday, but the season now over after the Steelers wildcard loss to the Cleveland Browns. Mike Tomlin elected to meet with the media on Wednesday. Why? Most likely because it was Eric Ebron who had tested positive for COVID-19, therefore shutting down the facility for a few days as they did their contact tracing, etc. My guess is that's probably why the press conference was postponed until Wednesday, or at least put off. There was no official postponement, but still, I think you get my drift. Mike Tomlin, he met with media for a while. And he answered all their questions. We'll get to some of those questions in a second. But he started off the uh, press conference with a, a large thank you to those that were responsible or had something to do with the COVID personnel. Everything from the people that were brought in from the National Football League to help with contact tracing and contact tracers, the medical staff. Uh, it, really, he just applauded them for everything that they did to help this season happen and be a success in that regard. And then he also had a big shout out to the IT department. You think about it, football coaches are not computer people by nature, and they had to be computer people this year. And, and he talked about the challenges of getting every single player and coach set up and prepared to be able to work virtually, whether it's from their office or at home. They were a large part of this NFL season. Believe it or not, and Mike Tomlin just wanted to tip his cap to them out of respect. So it was a good move on Tomlin's part. He then got talking about football and mainly the disappointment that was this 2020 season. He said it was tough to swallow. And at this point in time, it's still very fresh, but they're going to assess what transpired. And they are committed. Take this for what it's worth. They are committed to not feeling this way again. I think we've heard that now for several seasons, but nonetheless, his words, not mine. He talked about how the team had a virtual team meeting on Tuesday because the facility was shut down and that they will be hosting exit interviews the rest of this week and into next week. That's both with players and coaches. So I know a lot of fans are anxious. Is, is Randy Featner going to get fired? Uh, are they going to release some players? Are players going to retire? A lot of that information will be coming out 
I would imagine this week, next week, if it does come out at all, it could wait. They could take some time, uh, but that's what's going to be coming up for the Pittsburgh Steelers here for the rest of this week. He did mention how they're getting ready to embark on just another facet of the game that is changing, uh, and we don't know how much it's going to change, but. Uh, they are having the Senior Bowl, and so I'm sure that the Steelers coaching staff will head down there in some way, shape, or form and check out some of the prospects. Um, I don't know if all the other All-Star games are going on, uh, but the the Combine could very well change uh, with COVID protocols and things like that. He said, look, the pre-draft process is going to look different. They're not sure exactly what it's going to look like, but that's what they now start to focus on. Free agency, the start of the new year, the NFL draft, it's all going to be unique and new, and they're going to have to hit the ground running, and that's what they're preparing for right now. Then he opened it up for questions, and you know the, the first question was basically, how much change do you expect, uh, both on the roster and the coaching staff? And he said, look, they're not going to maintain the status quo in Pittsburgh and expect things to change, meaning the result. So they're not going to keep doing the things the way they have, and expect all of a sudden, for some strange reason, the team to start to succeed in the month of December. He said they're going to reevaluate everything that they do, see where they might be able to make some changes, maybe, hopefully, I should say, and changes for the better, but that's going to be an ongoing process throughout the offseason. Was asked about the timeline, if he has a timeline for players to let them know if they're going to retire or if they're going to be stepping away. Uh, from the game, he said they don't have any timeline, but he would expect that to be happening in the upcoming weeks based on the fact that the, the organization is going to want to know how to move forward with those those positions and those players if they choose to hang it up. Offense and defensive coordinators was the next topic discussed, and he said that he's not really ready to assess those areas yet. They have to go back and look at a lot of things. He's going to be meeting with Kevin Colbert as well as Art Rooney. And that's, I know, what a lot of people are anxious about is to hear about these coordinators. We'll see how that pans out. Of course, he was asked about Ben Roethlisberger, and he said, I thought that the best part of this press conference, to be completely honest with you, was this answer and these answers about Ben Roethlisberger because he was honest. He said that he has not had it. There's been no decision made from the organization or from Ben Roethlisberger yet as to his future. Uh, He he talked about how he gave Ben Roethlisberger a lot of credit talking about the off season, undergoing the elbow surgery, not having a preseason to really get ready. He said there was a high level of concern over the health of him and his arm. That was a very bold statement. That was the antithesis of everything we had heard from Mike Tomlin leading up to the season. They said that he was healthy, he was good, and I don't expect the coach to say anything different, but it was him admitting that they were concerned. They were concerned about how his elbow would respond, not having the warm-ups, meaning the pre-game, the preseason games that they're used to having. But he he said kudos to Ben for getting through this season and doing it uh, you know, relatively healthy. He was asked later about Roethlisberger, and he eventually said, look, they expect him to be back, but a lot can change between now and then. But that's his expectation right now. I know a lot of people listening probably wanted to know that question and that answer. There was a question about the lack of execution, both offensively and especially defensively. And he said that, and this is referring to the Cleveland game and the wild card round, he said, look, the start of the game did not help. When it limits it limits the splash plays that the Steelers have kind of hung their hat on defensively all season. 
And it's true. When you're down 28 to nothing in the first quarter, they're not going to have to throw the ball. They can run it. They can do whatever they want with the football. The defense is not going to be able to pin their ears back. It was really a perfect storm on how to negate the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. It's not that they didn't it's not that they didn't execute because there were times where they did not execute. But it was also the way that the game kind of unfolded, and that's what Tomlin explained. Asked about the run game. The Pittsburgh Steelers finished this season dead last in both rushing yards per game and rushing yards per carry. And he said, the question was, is it personnel or is it scheme? And he said, all of the above. He said, I cannot accept that. We cannot accept that. If you are the bottom of the league in any statistical category, that is unacceptable. He said, I I fully prepare to work and do whatever we have to do to make sure that doesn't happen again. That, to me, sounded like we're going to maybe make some changes. So maybe it would be along the offensive line. Maybe it would be the offensive line coach and Sean Surrett. Maybe it's Randy Feetner. We'll see. He was not happy. Trust me. He was not happy with that. Asked about the salary cap. As of right now, there's no one knows what the salary cap will look like in 2021. The NFL has put a, a seal, or I'm sorry, a basement as to it can't go lower than what it is right now. But they're saying that it could, it could be increased or it could not drop they're not sure what's going to happen and he said Mike Tomlin said that they have and they will they will present challenges but he said we're not going to be alone it's going to be challenging for a lot of teams but the Steelers especially are going to have some serious challenges and some tough tough decisions to make this offseason he said there's changes every year that's part of the game it's part of life in the National Football League as of Wednesday morning there were rumors swirling around the internet we covered them on behindthesteelcurtain.com about Kevin Colbert potentially being lured away from the Steelers to go to the Detroit Lions. And he was asked, Tomlin was asked straight, very straightforward, what did he think about those rumors? Had he heard about those rumors? He said that he's worked with Kevin Colbert now for over a decade. They talked, they speak to each other multiple times a day. He said he looked forward to working with him again, and he has no knowledge of the rumors whatsoever. It should be noted that Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette came out and said that the Detroit Lions have not had or put in a formal request to speak with Colbert, which is something that has to happen. Uh, it has to happen with any time a front office personnel person is, is going to, if they, so for instance, the Detroit Lions would have to put in a request to speak with Colbert. That has not happened. Therefore, those rumors could be just that rumors. Tomlin was asked about the fourth and one call. And if he's become a little bit more reserved in those situations, as he continues to go on as a coach, and he said that, look, the attitude, his attitude has changed a little bit. He said that he has become a little bit more liberal with that. But he said the in-game situation and what it looks like definitely does matter. So in other words, Tomlin is saying he's become a little bit more lenient of punting the ball away rather than going for it. But the in-game decisions, that can change. He was asked about <clears throat> excuse me, the physicality. The Steelers physically were just outmatched on multiple occasions down the stretch. He said that's something they're definitely going to look at to see what they can do to fix it. What needs to happen? What needs to change? Is it preparation, et cetera? They're definitely going to look at all avenues. And the last question that he fielded was about Mason Rudolph. And then Mason Rudolph, <clears throat> what he thought of his progress, and could he see him being a starter in the NFL? He said he thought he took a huge step in growth and development. He was really excited that he got the opportunity to do that with no preseason. He didn't have that opportunity. So the fact that Mason Rudolph was out there, got to play in Week 17, put a I thought he took a step forward. I wouldn't say that he was great, but he took a step forward. He thought that was very promising, and he thinks that 
Mason Rudolph's going to continue to work. He's going to continue to improve, and that's promising for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So with that said, that's it. That wraps up the Mike Tomlin press conference recap podcast. We will not hear from Mike Tomlin again, likely, maybe until the owners' meetings, and that's if they have them. If they don't have them, then we probably won't hear from Mike Tomlin in that avenue. And those owners' meetings, for those that don't know, that is after the Super Bowls, typically, I think, in March, end of February, early March. And then Mike Tomlin is one of maybe two coaches, head coaches in the National Football League that does not speak to media at the Combine. But again, no one knows what the Combine is going to look like this year in 2021. In other words, will prospects be there, but owners and um, GMs and uh, and the uh, coaches are not going to be interviewed? No one knows. But you know what? We will have all that news whenever it breaks on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So make sure that's your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers throughout this offseason. We are not going to stop. And what else isn't going to stop is our audio platform. Make sure that wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Make sure you check out my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as well as Michael Beck's Live Mic on Tuesday, Dave Schofield's Steeler Stat Geek on Thursday. You don't want to miss a thing. That's it. That's a wrap for this Mike Tomlin Press Conference recap podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. As we always finish it, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.